Welcome to Story Hooked, the podcast where we cast our line into the world of reading in search of books that make us happy. Ready to dive in? Let's get you hooked on a new book. Welcome, welcome to another podcast episode with Rachel Gillick. Rachel, I'm so glad that you're back. I feel like we're such good friends now. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, this this entire episode is going to be really chill, really chaotic, because instead of talking about questions and all these things that we have prepared, we are just doing a huge, giant party, spoiler party of One Dark Window, Two Twisted Crowns, everything you've got going on, your new announcement, your new books that you announced on your Instagram today. We're just talking about everything on here. So if you have not listened... A cornucopia of Rachel. Exactly. Um, So for our listeners, if you haven't listened to the first Rachel Gillig episode, I really recommend that you go listen to that because it's so fun. You get to know Rachel really well. It's fun to hear um, just listeners' questions and all that kind of stuff. I will say right now, and I I will share this um, also on, if, if you read in the caption, I guess, of this podcast episode, this is so spoiler zone. Like you, if you haven't read her, but Rachel Gillig's books yet, stop, breeze, go back and read them, then come back. <laughs> come back because this is not, we are not going to say mm, no spoilers here. No, this is where we're going to talk all of her books, all the details, geek out, scream and everything. It's going to be so fun. I'm so excited. Okay. Rachel, girl, I'm, <laughs> I'm just so excited. Okay. Let's do one dark window first. One Dark Window, okay. this came out 2020, wait, Two. October 2022. Thank yeah. you. I was like, 2021. No, it was not that long ago. It was it more is. recent. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. Um, okay. So One Dark Window, 2022, and then Two Twisted Crowns are just coming out October a year later, which I think, I just love that. I think that's a good timeline. Um me too. Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a tight one when you're actually writing, but as a reader, <laughs> I like, I like when books come out close together, as close as right. possible. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine what it's like as a writer where you're like, who, like, wait, what do you mean I have a deadline? Like that would put yeah, so much pressure. <laughs> Is it crazy? Oh my goodness. How do you deal with the pressure? Uh, let me see. Um, so for Wonder Window, uh, the, the Shepherd King duology in general, I got, I got a little bit of a happy extended time. And that is because oh, when Orbit initially bought the duology, it was slotted to come out. One Dark Window was slotted to actually come out spring 2022. And then they pushed oh. it to October sticky season. And I'm really happy they did. But I was, uh-huh. what is that, like eight months? So I got like eight more months to kind of just like dawdle my way through the sequel. Um, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had more time. I actually didn't struggle to like draft two twisted crowns in time for anything. I, I gave it to them with ample time. It's when they give you back the edit letter with the edits and they're like, okay, you have one month now to, to you know, dissect and fix this. And I'm like, okay. Like that's when it gets a little, it gets a little iffy, but um, I'm happy. Oh, I mean, it really worked out for me. And um, I, I do like putting a series like one every year, like feels right to me. So yeah. Good. Yeah, no, for sure. I love that. I, I get it. I get it. As a reader, you're just like, okay, I read the book mm-hmm. in 24 hours. 
when's the yeah, next book? I know. Like, a year to write. Like, can you leave me be? For they're like, give us more. <laughs> it's such a compliment, though. Like when I when I get those comments, which is like, I read it in a day, and I don't know. It just makes me remember when I was a kid and like could just devour books. And as an adult, that gets mm-hmm. kind of harder. At least for me, it got harder, especially as it became my job to write. But like, I take it yeah. as a big old compliment when people say they read it really fast. Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. I'm always wondering, like, does that annoy authors? No, it's a compliment. <laughs> it's a happy yeah, thing okay. for the most part. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. One dark window. I have a few questions. Just want to ask you about this. Once again, yeah. spoilers, give whatever you want to say here favorite scene what's the favorite scene that you wrote in that entire book I'm super curious because I have a few favorites but I'm wondering if it matches up just curious the ending (laughs) ending. ending. okay let's just get to the end yeah Yeah. talk to me me how you did that I want to know the whole tell me how what your brain how it came up with this it's awesome how it all went down okay so I think I probably mentioned it the last podcast, which is that One Dark Window is a really loose retelling of The Highwayman. And The Highwayman poem is like a tragedy, which the main characters all die, right? And I was wow. like, well, I'm not going to do that quite, quite, quite like that at all. But um, I really liked the idea of like your first person narrator just getting wiped out um, mm-hmm. at the end of the book. And so... And and also it was like the culmination of like the nightmare getting stronger and stronger. And I love the nightmare. Like I loved writing him. So I'm like, yeah, yes. yeah. Like I was just getting so, and it was like an action scene. There was just, it was really intense. I just remember really, really enjoying it. And then really enjoying the creepiness of the ending, which is like, that's not Elspeth anymore. Like it's very uncanny. Um, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just had a fun, fun time. Everyone's obviously deeply suffering. So like, it's a stressful time. <laughs> if you're, if you were living in the story, they would be like, that's the worst. But for me, I also really, really liked, um, a close second is the, the, the game with the chalice card. Another really stressful scene. Um, I really uh, liked I love that, one. that scene. I thought, yeah. okay. That is one of my, that's in like my, probably my top five. That was so yeah. good. Like the tension of, so the chalice, you have to tell the truth and everyone's playing mm-hmm. this game of we're being compelled to tell the truth. This prince, is it Hoth? Hoth. 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 Okay. I, I was saying Hoth. Okay. I want to make sure. Okay. Prince Hoth is, he could ask anything and he's so mm-hmm. evil and you're like, oh my gosh, the tension is so And good. he knows so Elspeth is the person he found in the woods, but he's like trying to get her to say something damning to like you know get raven in trouble it's just like there's just a lot going on raven's got his own card like under the table like it's just they're all just stressed out and it's great i love it it. okay i gotta tell you a lot of our listeners have said is our girl gonna be okay talking about two twisted crowns they're like is she gonna be okay you're like i don't know is she (laughs) because when i asked you you were like "Hmm, interesting i'm not sure um i would say no honestly um no she's not okay People, I don't know. I mean, no one's okay really in two distant crowds. Let's be real. Like they're all again struggling. Um, I wrote it like Elspeth is on the page. She's having an experience. She is a minor character in Two Twisted Crowns, which is a huge shift again from a first person narrative to becoming a minor character. And I mean, I imagine people will have thoughts about that, which is totally fine and valid. Um, but I right. did that on purpose because I really wanted to 
drive the point home that like magic has a cost. We talked about that the whole time of One Dark Window is that yep. like nothing is free. And now like the sacrifice is that you're going to miss her. Like you're going to be like, where is Elspeth? She's just gone. Um, I mean, yep. she she she's not completely gone. And as you know, like spoiler, spoiler, like she comes back like, but it's not about her coming back. It's about her no. and the nightmare. Um, right exactly yeah. it's the the monster they became it's them together yeah. that's why I, what, yeah. I love, yeah. what I love that you did with two twisted crowns that I thought was just perfect is that like you said Elspeth is a minor character in two twisted crowns but we also like still get character development and her point of view like I thought that yeah the balance of that I honestly thought it was just mm, just chef's kiss like it was oh, the perfect amount because I wanted to know how she was doing but I was also so invested in all these other characters that you're bringing to the forefront does that make sense so like I think yeah. that there may be some people who are like more Elspeth I'm like no 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 she yeah. in my opinion I think she was in there just the perfect amount because we needed to know Thank where you. she was at what she was feeling but we need to know like nightmare is in charge here and yeah. what is elm going through and help me out is it is it ion it's it's pronounced ioni but it ioni is also a proper way of saying okay. it yeah but ioni ioni yeah. that is so I, that is so beautiful ioni and elm their whole thing yeah. oh my gosh i'm like i'm literally kind of swooning right now just thinking about them i love their relationship i could feel their tension in one dark window so much i was like really that better i'm be the so thing. glad yeah, little scenes. I was like, just I'm telling you, it, the weirdest thing that I do when I read is when I'm reading a book that is either in a series or in a like one part of a bunch of different like even a small town romances, and they'll have one sentence mm -hmm. of this yeah. character interacting with this character. I'm like, I do. I want a book all thing. about them. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, this better be a follow up book, or I'm gonna be sad. Like, yes, yeah, I totally yeah, because like, just I just care about romance a lot. Yeah, that's what I do. Yes. <laughs> I do that yes. Oh my gosh. Well, let's just okay. I know. Sorry. We're sorry for everyone. This is our chaotic, our chaotic episode. We're just geeking out about everything. That's so much fun. So your favorite scene to write was the ending, which was crazy with yes. nightmare coming to the forefront. I love that he took out Hoth. Yeah, Hoth got busted. I was up freaking a bit. busted up just a smidge. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was so happy because I do not. You wrote a good villain. We do not like him. Also, okay. Can I just say I love the the jealousy between Hoth and raven is mm. like oh i just love yeah, that they're really good you know what like, i mean and like opposites yeah um yes where oh. hoth hoth like is disgusted with raven because he's infected but also like jealous of raven because raven is just kind of uh better at him i mean in so many ways but <laughs> <laughs> he's just better in all ways yeah, like, yeah 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 hoth genuinely hates raven and raven knows that. I love um, that. I love yeah. that tension. Oh, and it, mm -hmm. you see that so much in Two Twisted Crowns. It's like, oh man, so good. Okay. Yeah. Um, of the complete duology, favorite scene to write, is it still the ending of One Dark Window or was it kind of the... No, it's definitely the ending of Two Twisted Crowns. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's um, talk about that. Spoiler, 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 yeah. everybody. Okay, go. <laughs> I, I knew... Ages ago, so there's a little scene in One Dark Window where Raven's mom talks about using the profit card and seeing like everyone walking down the forest road together and right. there's like a 13 card and they're all happy. So I wrote that years and years ago and I knew that's how the two Twisted Crowns would end of everyone oh, wow. kind of there together. You knew um, the ending. You knew how yeah. it was going to end before you started. That's cool. 
which is really helpful, sort honestly. <laughs> as, as someone who writes, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, it has to. I knew it had to have a happy ending. Um, but Thank it's bittersweet because I also knew there wouldn't be an Elspeth and the Nightmare together scenario, and the Nightmare was going to go, yeah. um, which was really hard to write. But yeah, the ending is really, really bittersweet. I. I don't know. I just really, really love it. I like still tear up sometimes if I I don't re- I'm I'm done with the book, so I'm not rereading. But when I went through like the past pages, I'm like, this is so sad. I miss him so much. He was so horrible, and I want him back. Oh, I love <laughs> um, him too. Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I feel like One Dark Window was about the nightmare very much being monstrous, and Two Twisted Crowns is about being like actually he was like also a man and he also has subhumanity yes. to him so um yes yeah I knew he would be gone but I I really like the bittersweet ending um yeah I'm really proud of it. yeah, yeah you it. should be it was perfect even yeah. the final line just oh I circled it and sent it to you I was like ah! I, was, I was sobbing I was crying the whole thing the whole ending oh I was God. crying too it just I was like oh my gosh it's just the end sentence I was like oh I to be like my story like I like it was just beautifully written like I am the author of my story and that is a beautiful yeah. thing I think that's cool um speaking of the nightmare saying like he was such a monster and you grow to love him I mean I loved him in one dark window you know those yeah, villains <laughs> villains that are like you secretly love them um or not yeah. so secretly <laughs> yeah um adore I him love- yeah Tim, oh, right and I loved his development in two twisted crowns the banter with raven Oh my gosh. Like the, the, what was that? I'm tied, I'm tied to a post next to the dimmest the you dimmest in 500 years. years. Ask me how I'm doing. I was like, ah, it was so, and Raven's so like, mean sure. Raven. He's, I think he knows, like, first of all, he's mean to everyone, but I think he's particularly mean to Raven because um, he sees himself in Raven. He also knows that Raven yes. is like, very guarded and the nightmares like stop it like he basically is in the most unkind way possible really trying to get him to like stop hiding behind his proverbial masks to to just Uh like admit like who he is and the nightmare wanted him to just I don't know just stop it (laughs) by torturing him essentially yes in the the most horrible way he was like I want to peel you down to who you really are which is a great thing you know, it is yeah. a great thing to like not hide behind masks and be like your true self. But he was such a jerk about it, and it was so funny. <laughs> I was yeah, like, was. "This is great." Every time I was like, "Leave Raven alone," but also this is so good for him. <laughs> Raven needs to get a good therapist after this is over. Raven needs to take a vacation. Um. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh my gosh, him and oh my gosh. Okay, the scene where he finally gets back into the the brain of Elspeth and the nightmare when he gets in and he can, he knows that she's there. Yeah. was like, Oh, that was so, Oh my gosh. That was so good. I loved that so much. Anyway, sorry. I'm just thinking of all the, all the scenes are coming back to me. Mm-hmm. Cause I finished this book a few weeks ago when we were going to record. Um, and then we're recording now and I'm like, Oh, it's all just coming back to me. All the memories, all mm-hmm. the, all the feels. I'm like, Oh, that's just so good. Okay. Let's talk about, so we've talked about Raven, Elspeth, the nightmare, that whole story. I love the flashbacks of the nightmares past. That made so much sense. That really like brought everything full circle. I thought that was really good how you did that. Um, let's talk about Elm 
and I love Elm. Oh my goodness. I did I not always... mean for him to be such like a narrative, like strong narrative voice until really? Really? I was already writing oh. it. And I was like, you know, I just really like him. I, I really, <laughs> he's, he's, he's really fun in one dark window in that he's really snarky and he's, um, oh yeah, his sass to is the like, point mm-hmm. of being yeah super cynical, but like everyone needs that. Um, but yeah, he's I so don't needed. know. I he's re- so needed. Yeah, I wanted to explore like a little bit of his backstory, like why he is the way he is, and he's also just I don't know. He was so easy for me to write, which meant like I, he definitely. I'm really happy I put him on the page because I feel like his story was really fun, and him just like yeah again to to grips with um who he was like his family line like he's a Rowan but he doesn't feel like he's a Rowan because he's right he's a spare, he was, yeah. yeah and he also just wants to like not be affiliated with his father and his brother's brutality and um mm-hmm. it means a lot to him to kind of help Ione um it kind of helps him feel like he has a purpose for the first time ever and uh because he's always been like Raven's shadow but also needed Raven um and this is yeah. his first kind of living without that as an adult and not having Raven there to to help him I don't know I just right. love him so much uh, I love him too his character arc was so good when he didn't go with Raven I was like whoa 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 what's going on and then I was like wait mm-hmm. a second this is gonna be so good to see them uh-huh. apart because they both grow so much they're still like totally mm-hmm. bros but they like yes. are the cutest. They're the cutest little. I just sorry. That's weird. They're cute bros. Anyways, that's not something. Yeah, I know what you mean. Though. They're like they clearly love each other, and they yes, clearly and like, that's so sweet. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, they totally they're, they're do. like siblings for sure. Yes, they're totally like siblings. They totally are, and I loved seeing Elm's growth where he had to face things from his past, but then he found someone that like helped him do that. So. Mm-hmm. Yoni, I love her so much. Okay, her too. Her character growth and her character arc perfection. I just loved it because I remember in the first book being like, she only wants to be beautiful and she's being manipulated by her father, blah, blah. And then I was like, but then she was being clever. She was lying to Hoff. She was doing these things. And I was like, wait a second. There's way more to her than what you see at the beginning. But we also love her at the beginning because she's just so sweet she's imperfect and stunning and beautiful to like Elspeth just loves her so much and then she changes mm-hmm. but she's like it's oh I, I I was reading really deep into it and tell me if you were when you were writing this I don't know this is my my experience what I brought into the book but when That's I read sad. it I was like I feel like women are seen as you only have value if you have the beauty that is like typical. Does that make sense? Like perfect, like yes. symmetrical and no flaws and no, no little things that are wrong with you and um, perfect everything and not, not to, not to this and not to that. I not too soft, but not too strong and not too sweet, but not too yes. sassy. Like you're just kind of like this lukewarm boring mm-hmm. person oh, sorry that sounds awful but it's kind of like what no the do, do you hear what I'm saying like I know exactly what you're saying and I 
very much wanted to explore that with the maiden card. The nightmare has a really quiet line in one dark window where he's like, uh, the maiden card's a little bit misunderstood, but because it had basically been used as, um, I think I, in two twisted crowns, I call it like a lump of sugar to put in a horse's mouth so that they don't notice it. Right. Like it is yes. a card that women have used for beauty, but as you're saying, like it kind of just makes them, like a, an ornament it doesn't actually make mm -hmm. them it doesn't strengthen them the magic doesn't do anything because even if right. they are beautiful Ioni, and they get to marry a prince he's awful and she doesn't have any power and she really right. wants to have power she talks about that with else but like um and she thinks yes. like in one dark window like having a cold heart like i can have power i really wanted her to be this like unreadable character in one dark window yeah after starts using the maiden card because I think that right. makes her unpredictable and I really yes. like that um, but I think yes. we know in our heart who she actually is which is like a really kind soft person and who mm -hmm. who wants she's happy to be pretty and beautiful with the maiden card but she's also happy to not and like she yes. she's got a lot of layers and uh yeah the maiden card the mating card is, I really had a lot of fun writing about it and wanting to talk about like a beauty standard, what beauty actually means. Is it real power? Um, or is the power like the choice to have it and her mm. like having, like looking for her mating card, be like, it's about the choice. Um, right. So yeah. No, the mating and card Elm, is so cool. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. And Elm's all about that. Elm's just like, I'll do what you want. Like, let's just like go find it. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. He's just like a sweet little golden retriever with Ioni. It's really cool. Uh, yes, he is. He's totally a golden retriever. I love that energy from him. It's so cute. Um, yeah. I love that the maiden card was misunderstood. Like what you said, mm -hmm. where when like women realize the power that it has is to heal and then they like hide it away from these yeah. clueless men. I was like, yeah, yeah. like that yeah. is freaking awesome. Like they're like, wait, what? And it's like, that's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it was just like, I felt so powerful reading that. I was like, yeah. And I connect so much to her as a character because I feel like she saw her, she had big feelings and she just, yes loved so fully and so deeply and it was seen as um either by herself or by others as um as a weakness as a yeah like especially when she got engaged to hoth he's like ew <laughs> like yes, she's expressive exactly. she's expressive and she's just like can i say something like she's just trying to exist honestly like yeah i was on the just, floor for him and, and he's yeah. just like no you're you know yeah. seen and not heard sort of thing and yes and that made me hate mm -hmm. him even more because when yeah, they're like oh you're too much you're too yeah. loud you're too this yeah. do that anything or you're too quiet or the, the opposite of yeah you're just too something which is who you are yeah. and i don't like that you're like hoth you son of a you little piece of garbage and i love elm when he's like he saw her at her like her true self and he noticed her and he loved her for it and I was like oh my gosh like yeah. that is that hit me so hard because sorry I internalize books so much can you tell I'm like that's I good, always want like, it was like it was almost like therapeutic for me that I was like I found someone who is never trying to tamp down who I am they just love mm -hmm me for me does that make sense like we all want that Absolutely. we all need Absolutely. that and elm gave that yeah. for her does that make sense i don't know i just <laughs> yes. i love how they were she helped him heal 
and he fought so that he could be with her and then they grew together and they're just oh it was so romantic and they're bantered too I mean it wasn't just like oh we love each other it was like it was tension you know it wasn't insta love you know what I mean I feel like even if Ioni didn't have wasn't using the mating card didn't have like the stony cold effects um when Mm -hmm. they you know for a lot of the time when they were together she still would have been very much like hello like she wouldn't have it would not have been like insta love at all maybe on his part where he's just like but like for her no yeah (laughs) yeah and I think like honestly he Elm doesn't like while he obviously is like notices Ioni a lot he is Mm -hmm. um skeptical of her because of her engagement to his brother um he doesn't Mm -hmm. actually like want to be vulnerable um it's hard for him Oh, totally it is and yeah I had a fun time their tension was fun oh my goodness (laughs) I love writing tension and romance (laughs) you do it so well you write it so well there were so many times I to our listeners when I was reading this book I was sending Rachel like (laughs) daily like probably 10 times daily little updates of <laughs> of my reactions really of like fun. I was I was screaming I was throwing all like the heart <laughs> emojis I was like what is this what is this what is this tension that is so good I was like internally and externally squealing the entire time I was reading it my husband's like what's going on I'm like this book you've got to read this book it was just <laughs> oh, you read it so well um really fast I wanted to talk yeah. about the part where Elm sees the contract that it says <laughs> that she's engaged to the air and he like slides yeah. in and he's like, I'm yeah. the air. You know? I was like, what? Yeah. so good. He's How did you feel like that? He's feeling pretty smart in that moment, even though he didn't do anything. <laughs> he's like, I'm so clever. And he's, he's like, like just all oh, good for me. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to, there's a lot going on in this book. Let's be real. And I didn't there is want so Ioni much that so we and- can't even cover all of it. Yeah, we can't. Sorry. No, but I yeah, mean, like, I didn't want it to be the main plot is always them collecting the Providence cards. Right. So at the bottom, the end of the day, like Elm and Ioni um, are a side story. A, a, mm. One that I obviously really like because it's half the book anyways. But, um, <laughs> but I wanted to like, Make it away so it wasn't a huge political drama that she was still alive despite having like an infected cousin and still in the castle and now just like running off with Elm when she's still contracted to Hoth because um, he's not dead. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, let's find a little loophole. So you know, I I just wanted to Brilliant. to subtly plant that little seed, and like it made sense that Elm was going to be the heir because Hoth is having a, a nap <laughs> and, uh, for a lot of the book he's and, down uh, he's down for the count. Yeah, he's down for the count. He's, he's rubbed up um so I mean that all kind of progressed logically um but then I was like well how can I get these two to have a have a have a time to together so together. yeah <laughs> yeah so I like that part <laughs> okay, so of all of the entire duology, favorite scene or the endings, which you write so well. Favorite character, Nightmare? Nightmare's number one. Um, always going to be number one. I think Elm is, Elm is there. I don't want to say... I always... No, I never say Elspeth. 
which is so <laughs> like, you know, he's like, this person, like I love Elspeth, um, but Elspeth is more us as the reader, honestly. Like Elspeth is mm. us. I think of her as like the whole story, not just yes. a character. So I don't yes. ever really choose her. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. She's definitely like the reader. I agree. Nightmare Elm. I really like Raven too, even though I torture him so much. I really like, he was <laughs> so fun as like to write just the brooding love interest to One Dark Window. But I really liked mm. um, talking about uh, his deep struggles with being vulnerable, his deep struggles with asking for help or for just, he's always yeah. just like white knuckling his way through the hardships and having to him be like, I need help. Oh, no, <laughs> like having to like, <laughs> yeah, having for him to come to grips with not just being the brooding love interest like he gets roughed up too he's physically mm-hmm. challenged in a way that he can't keep up anymore and um i don't know i feel for him there was a very 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 small moment when i was drafting when i thought about killing him and then <gasps> i was like i could not do that i could i it was i think it was it was ages ago probably before one dark window even sold right and i was just like spitballing with my agent and I was like well what uh-huh. if I killed Raven and she's like don't 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 do it please don't I was like you're right <laughs> she's like don't thank you thank you she's for like, saying this oh you fool no I don't think I I that was just when I was very very brainstormy as I started writing I was like and and he's he's a main character I was like I I can't do this I won't I, I, I scare people at the end where I I was going to say, you almost killed him. You almost killed him. I was screaming at you in all caps. I mean, pretty much all my messages to you were in all caps. You're like, I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, please, 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 Rachel, please don't do this to me. Not rude. Ah, Yeah. So many screams. Thank you. You, I thought, I think you got your, I'm going to kill him. So just kidding. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. you got that. Did you get that out of your system? Because I, I for this I duology at least. <laughs> this duology. Whoo, okay. Well, let's get to. Is there anything else you want to talk about with this duology? I must say, I love it so much. It's like so near and dear to my heart. Anything else you want to say before we jump into what you've got go- coming? You've got so much coming. I do. I don't think so. I think. All right. I think we did I pretty good. That wasn't bad. I so too. I covered the favorites okay. and the thoughts about. Everything. I think that everything. everything I like about this duology is I feel like the books are different enough where people will, well, maybe just, I mean, hopefully they like it as a whole, but like they're different enough where people might have favorites, like the first mm. one or the second one. I don't know. I just, I like that they are very intertwined, but also kind of different. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. That's all I gotta say. I'm really excited awesome. for people to pick up two Twisted Crowns in October. I, oh, I know. I can't wait to hear everybody's reactions to it because I'm sitting here having read by it yourself. And, like, and you're like <laughs> yes I'm like all alone and I'm like I can't talk about this <sighs> I need I needed people which is why I was just talking to you the whole time but oh my gosh okay all right so your future Rachel Gillick's future. future let's look at the confidence <laughs> cards what is in your future okay <laughs> I love that you just announced this today talk about yeah. the the night and the moth correct yes all I right let's it. It. Yeah, I have. So I announced with Orbit, they just, uh, I don't think they put it in the actual, maybe it's in the wording. I don't know. Well, um, The Night and the Moth is coming first. It's a duology. And then after that, it's a fantasy rom-com, baby. I'm so excited. Um, 
I'm actually re- uh, releasing a little a little reel for that tomorrow. That. But anyways, um, the night in the okay. box. Um, it is tonally similar to the Shepherd King duology. In okay, that I I'm got still going vibes. Yeah, yeah, I'm going for dark fantasy. Um, I wanted to build that out a little bit before I kind of pivoted to rom-coms, which I don't, maybe I'll just write one. Maybe I'll write a ton. Who knows? But um, right, right. The, yeah, The Night and the Moth is, um, oof, I'm drafting it right now. It's, it's spooky <sighs> and whimsical and very like fairy tale-esque and um, yeah. I love it. It's my, my bread and butter, Rachel, my bread and butter. <laughs> you were, you're just speaking my language. I'm like, yes, yes, It goes without yes. <laughs> saying that there's a, a romance subplot. Mm, um, so yummy. there's that. I mean, the, the cover or the thing that I, the, that I drew is pretty Obvious yeah, there's okay. <laughs> we have to talk about that. You're an artist. Did we talk about this? You were an artist. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe I think I talked about how like I do it just for fun. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, well, you're. I'm like just for fun. Listen, I do art just for fun. Okay, <laughs> I draw cute little things. I'm like that's adorable. No, you are like a true artist. Are you kidding me? That you for our listeners, the cover art that you oh, just character that she shared art. character art sorry character art character art come on brain mm-hmm. it was gorgeous and you're like I did this myself and I'm like oh my goodness it just the vibes of it were so good I was like just eating it up mm. so, so good job That's usually what, what comes to me thank you first is like the vibes and then I like to draw character art while I'm early drafting to really um because I'm really visual to and I need mm-hmm. to like know what they look like know what the world just the colors, like even the color palette will help me decide how I want to describe things. Oh, I things. love that. So cool. Um, That's so cool. So yeah, I drew that one and um, yeah, it's, it's very beautiful. like moonlighty, ethereal, but haunting stuff like yep. that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it looks so good. I'm so so. That's a duology, another fantasy duology, and then yeah. this rom com. Oh my gosh! Okay, in your newsletter, rom-com so it's in your newsletter. Yeah, Bridgerton. You 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 called it Bridgerton meets um. What, what so did Howl's you say? Moving yes, How's Moving Castle. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of whimsy in it, and it's very bright. Well, half of, nah, I don't know how much I want to say, but it's fair. Well, actually, I said flowery springs slash spooky fall. There's like a bit of a, yes. like a, a bit of a, another realm, right? And it's like mm. the opposite realm. It's not like the upside down or anything. It's just like, while it is spring here, it is fall there sort of situation. Okay. Okay. Um, and, I like that. And, but, but it's all very whimsical. Yeah. I said, how's moving castles plus like, Plus steamy, swoony Bridgerton. Plus, yeah, the, the season. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All the, I, basically, it's extremely self indulgent it. for like everything I really like. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, great because I really like those things too. So perfect. Yes! I mean, when you anything with Howl's Moving Castle, I mean, I remember watching that as a kid, and I had the biggest crush. I just, oh, how could you? I not? just how could you not? Right? I know. I'm uh, like, oh, so so. Oh my gosh! I just swooned as a as this as this little girl with her first mm-hmm. her first fictional crush. You know, one of the first. I have a list, obviously, but oh my gosh, so <laughs> good. <laughs> obviously, it's it's honestly when I saw your newsletter and read it and saw the art that you did once again, so cool. 
it gave me like when you were talking about spring and fall i was like i was thinking about persephone where she's like the goddess of spring but she's also the queen of death like it's mm-hmm. all the things it's all the duality, things and I'm like baby. Yes, yeah the duality, <laughs> the duality was like oh it's gonna be so and i love that you said you indulged in what you wanted to because oh, yeah i was not that's expecting them by so this is how it all worked um i i I had a haunted house book that I was trying to write. I was annoyed with it and I started to write just something silly. And I wrote the beginning. um, I wrote a pitch and then I had the night in the moth pitch that we gave to orbit. And I was like, wow, I hope they picked the rom com because like not really thinking they would at all. But then they're like, Oh, we'll just take, we'll take both. And I'm like, so you're like, I, I really, speaking of the duality of things, like I feel really, really happy to have the opportunity to do both because, you know, yeah. um, I, I think authors like, yes, we like to write whatever we want to write, but there is also industry like demand mm, to meet a certain yeah. genre once you're in it. And um, I don't know, you kind of, and I'm, I've only written one series and it's only two books. So I'm like, okay, this is my, my first second time being on submission and in like a completely different uh chapter of life so um I just I'm like and they wanted both and I'm like you got it and uh, (laughs) really happy about it (laughs) I'm on it I'm on it honestly I love that so much I feel like with like as you say like a writer you write something and then they're like oh that's what she writes it's like hold on there's a lot of us that there's lots of facets to our personality that you have to remember. Like, yeah. um, I think on like my personality, I'm very bubbly and very happy. And people are like, oh, she reads sweet rom-coms and that's it. And I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's actually like totally false. Well, that's when I'm like, I love One Dark Window and you need to read The Fox Club King. And oh, have you read For the Wolf? And have you read um, like uh what was it wolf in the woodsman and um, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of i'm thinking of spooky reads that i've read recently that i've enjoyed right yeah and people are always like what wow and i'm like they're good i like them they're like what do you mean i'm like because they're freaking awesome they're like but you but you love them scary. <laughs> but, you, but, but it's scary i'm like okay listen like we're all we all love that kind of i don't know we all just have different things that we love and it's okay to like a bunch of different things. You know what I mean? So oh, as totally. a reader, I feel the same thing, right? I really like spooky stuff. Um, not quite horror because I'm, I guess, same. Weird, but like, I really like, yeah. <laughs> like the atmosphere, the scary atmosphere, um, I absolutely adore. I could write it all day, every day. However, I also really, really like um, like cottage quarry, colorful, yes. very Whimsical. even just like whimsical and very just like feminine girly everything and I don't like encapsulate that in my appearance Uh, sometimes I mean I just you know I look like a hedgehog but I (laughs) like in my heart it feels very like my (laughs) like my childhood where I'm just like yes I want things to be girly and fun and like have remember what it was like to really really just like love something I don't know so like for me that's soft things too and uh Yes. Well, I I get to do both. You get to do both, and they clearly wanted both. They want everything that you have to offer, and so do all of your readers, obviously. Because really nice. It's all so good. I can't wait to see what you do and read all your future books. And I just whatever you feel like you want to write, you just write it. Because 
I okay. will read whatever you write, girlfriend. I will read whatever you write. Whatever you feel in, just follow that, follow the Rachel magic because I just eat it up. You just, it's awesome. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Okay. So is there anything else you want to tell our listeners either about what you have coming or anything else you want to tell them before we end our episode? I mean, this there will be a proper gap <laughs> between between uh, the, you know, like a year and some chunk between book series. But no, I yeah. don't know. Just uh, the Shepherd King duology will be complete and available anywhere books are sold. And that feels really, yeah. really cool. And I'll probably Woo-hoo. still talk about it when it's all done until I'll, I can share more about the night and the moth. And uh, yeah. Your future things. Oh my goodness. I'm thinking (laughs) those are in, I know, like you said, was it spring of 2025 or? Yeah. I'm like, well, darn it. That's like a million years. Okay. It's like like a year. For eternity. And like, um, I, I, I gave myself more time. Um, I'm glad you did. You take that time. People are like, it is far out, but for me, it's not at all um, because I'm essentially done uh, with it a year prior. So um, right. you got to put all the work into it for sure. Yeah. For sure. I know people but are like, it's so long. And you're like, wait, so far, <laughs> let me do this. Time goes by quick anyways. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, it does. I'll take my time as best I can and hopefully write a good book for y'all. <laughs> we'll see. No problem. You, you take the time. Oh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. No, it's going to be fantastic. Take the time you need. We'll just be sitting here waiting, messaging you your DMs daily. There's so many authors who have like, that's the fun thing about, I mean, beyond fantasy, but like, I don't know. In the time being, we can all read other books and like geek out about other yeah. books too. There's yes, so many there's- good books coming out. There is. I was talking to someone on Bookstagram today. We were just talking. We are living in such a wonderful time. Like so many amazing books out there. So much. It's it's just a great thing. I'm so, so glad that we're a part of that. You know, it's such Me a great too. time to be alive. <laughs> I, love I can't the, even love remember what it was like when I was younger where I'd have to like go into the store and just like figure it out. Because now I have so many like resources <laughs> and just being in the industry too, where I'm like, I know ex- Exactly what book is where and when it's coming and blah blah blah. I just I love it. It's really fun. <laughs> it is really fun. Oh, I love it. Okay, so to our listeners, I hope you had so much fun with this episode. Me and Rachel had a blast. This is so fun. Um, as talking always. about as always, we always have fun on here. Um, go if you haven't. Obviously, I'm pretty sure you have. But go read. Go reread it. Go read Rachel's books. <laughs> And come talk to us and geek out about it because Rachel's super cool. If you want to talk to her about her books, she's really awesome. She <laughs> let me scream at her for days about it. She's great. Um, and uh, let's jump into spooky season. I am ready. Are you ready for yes. spooky season? I am so ready. Let's go. I'm I so am done. not a summer person. I am so ready. <laughs> I know. Literally, I'm on my last summer read right now. And then I'm like, I am yes. in. I am. It's time. It is time. As what soon as reading? my kids go to school. Right now I'm reading um, Forget Me Not by Julie Soto. Oh, I read that one. Okay. Uh, did I you like it. it? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, <laughs> I am no, I really, really loving it. 
<laughs> um, I went to Davis and I was in Sacramento all the time. So reading about Sacramento, oh, Davis is Davis, California. Sorry, you're not in California. I <laughs> went to college famous. very close to where the book is set. So I'm like, no, Sacramento. Yeah, it's really <laughs> That's cool. so funny. That's cool. I love that. No, my, yeah. on the docket though, of like my first, my spooky reads that I have coming are, let's see, A Study in Drowning, Unholy no, Terrors, no. and oh, those Unholy are the two Terrors. I have right now. Yes, those are two I other on the it, I think. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, it's really fun. <laughs> Lindell like, is very it. like dreamlike. Um, it's mm-hmm. great for spooky. Season. Great choice. Yes, I. Too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's just gonna be such a good season. I was looking at my reads throughout the rest of the year, and I'm like, it's just good. It's just so it's, much to read. It's gonna be great. There's oh, a lot I of good. Stuff. I agree. There Yay. is. Um, before we go, Ozzy, just one last thing. If you, if people have loved your books, are there any that you would recommend? If people loved your books, what are some books that you would recommend to read? This is something (laughs) I just throw this on the end. Sorry. Maybe this is too much of a (laughs) surprise question. It's just like a personal problem. It's that I cannot literally, I literally have a hard time perceiving my own work. So I'm like, I don't know. Like what do you, so like, okay, if we're just going like, um, gothic spooky not horror let's do that um I really really like St. Gibson's um A Dowry of Blood um it's vampires and very like gothic atmospheric uh I don't know how similar it is to One Dark Window but the vibes are there's a lot of similar vibes what else yeah um yeah just obviously Hannah yes obviously Hannah um love her books love her I've heard One Dark Window, well, I was going to say I've heard it comp to Naomi Novik, like Spinning Silver or Uprooted. However, mm. I wouldn't say those those books are very fairytale-esque. I wouldn't say that they're um, yeah. lean as hard into any of the gothic stuff at all. Right, um, yeah, or, definitely the yeah, fairytale thing, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, that's a good question, though. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> No, no, hey, those are great. Those are great ways to start. Those are great. People do ask me these things, and I and I uh, I should have answers, and yet I somehow don't. But (laughs) you're like, "Eh, no, those are great. Those are great recommendations. I would just love it's it's fun to hear authors what books they enjoy or what books that they recommend, even if it's oh yeah, not necessarily like what's like one dark window. It's like what does Rachel Gillig like to read? What would you recommend to anybody on the street? Like that type of thing, you know. I just got Emily Carroll, who's a graphic novelist, and her new graphic novel. It's Roll Spooky. She does really spooky stuff. I think. Ooh, I'm Emily really Carroll. Okay. Read that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, uh, obviously, Rebecca Ross is amazing, mm. and I, <laughs> I read Divine Rivals not that long ago. I haven't been able to read much while I'm drafting, but what I you, get what that. Have I enjoyed lately. I read Forget Me Not. Um, I have another rom com on my docket. It's. Uh, Gosh, what is, is you, me, and a view or something of you? Yes, you know I just, you with a view. I just finished yeah. that. Literally just finished that. Loved it. It was great. Another oh, great good. summer rom-com. I, I had to get my, things. yes, it's so good. It's like letters. It, it gives me letters to Juliet vibes. If you ever watched that movie, the Amanda Seyfried movie. That. It's yeah. way cute. It's steamy oh, and good. adorable and oh, it's so good. Nice. But, Very yep. good. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on here um, and for just this chaotic chat with me. To our listeners, once again, Rachel Gillig, go just be friends with Rachel because she's so cool. And and let's just jump into spooky season. (laughs) Thank Thank you you so so much. much. I had a lot of fun. Oh, thanks. Same, same. All right. Thank you for coming and listening to Story Hooked and keep your eyes peeled for more spooky season book recommendations and authors. We've got an awesome lineup coming up. That's a wrap for this episode of Story Hooked. Remember, every story holds the potential to change your life. Keep exploring and always, always read for joy.